Tired of complex and high credit card processing fees? It's time to simplify. Whether you own a big business or a small startup, Empower Payments can save you money. Streamline your payment process while saving money today with Empower Payments. Learn more at EmpowerPayments.com. That's EmpowerPayments.com. Welcome into Sports Radio 810 WHB. I am Sterling Holmes live at Chicken and Pickle in Overland Park for Charlie Hustle's nonprofit event, the third annual celebrity pickleball tournament, Volley Lama Benefiting Children's Mercy. Chock full of show. Let's get into it. Joined now by KJ Adams, KU Basketball. KJ, how you doing? Pretty good. I appreciate y'all for having me. It's a beautiful day out here and I'm ready to get stuff going. Thank you so much for being here. I heard it was a little struggle getting here. You had practice, yeah. then had to go through all the traffic to get here, but you made it here. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> how was practice getting you ready, Bill Self, getting you ready for this uh, pickleball tournament here? Yeah, it's been pretty good. We have some good, hard practices. A lot of the freshmen and newcomers and transfers have been doing really amazing and getting ready for the season so it's been pretty good so far you were named as big 12 most improved player last year did you go in with that as a goal was that one of the things you had in mind or just your play just spoke for itself and that was just an accolade along the way um it really wasn't a goal but i remember one time i would always hang out with dave mccormick and he uh won one of those one of the past years and i was like man this would be pretty cool some some win i think it would be a good thing to win because i didn't have really as much in a, a good freshman year as I wanted. So I knew that was a good possibility, and I, it was good that I got it. You had a lot of big-name schools vying for you coming out of high school. You're from a, obviously, big powerhouse of Texas, right? You got an offer from Texas, but you still chose to play for Kansas and Bill Self. Why did you choose KU over these other schools who really wanted you to play for them? I think just the culture of Kansas. Um, it's the most winningest program in the in the world, and I think that speaks for itself. Um, multiple national championships, and just Coach Bill Self is a genius when it comes to the sport of basketball. And I think that's one of the reasons that I came there, and I think it's paid off so far. Yeah, I think it sure has paid off for you, KJ. In regards to playing for Bill Self, what is that like? I mean. I'm not going to lie. I'm a Mizzou alum, okay? i, I got to get that out of the way here. Uh, but I will say I went to KU basketball camp growing up, and just the aura around Bill Self, just even in that small sample size when I was in high school, you see the genius that is Bill Self. What's it like seeing him day in, day out at practice, playing in games? What is it about Bill Self? I think he's just a player's coach, so we have very good communication with him. It's, it's not one of those coaches where you're scared to tell him what you like, what you don't like, but he always just listens. He he tries to figure out one of the best options, and if you're a leader on the team, he really takes your compassion and your thoughts to heart, and he tries to work with us, and I think that's why they've been so good this past past decades that he's been coaching. What are expectations, not just for Kansas basketball this year, but what are expectations for K.J. Adams this year? Again, you won most improved player in the Big 12 last year. That is a huge step. What is next for you and for Kansas? I think just the best that we can be. Um, I think that a lot of go- other people have a lot of goals for us, but I think once we have that first game, I think we'll really know what we really can do as a team, and I think it's going to be pretty well, pretty awesome this year. Yeah. I, again, I'm not going to lie. As a Mizzou <laughs> alum, i got to bring this up. I, I grew up here in Kansas City, all right? So there was always this rivalry between Kansas and Missouri. 
do you still have that same feeling when you play K-State, when you play Missouri? Even with Missouri now being in the SEC, do you still have that feeling, or is it a little bit lost now that they took that time off? Yeah, I've, well, I've, I've never really grown up in that area. I've never really grown up in Kansas knowing that rivalry. I'm an I'm a Austin, Texas kid, so I've always been with the Texas rivalry. But when, I'm, when I got here, they made it really, like, they hit it strong that those were our rivals, and that's, that's who we're not supposed to like. So I think just going into that and knowing that and just knowing that all the history back there kind of gets you fired up even if you know, if you weren't born into it because I kind of been into it now. Uh, you guys landed maybe the biggest, literally and figuratively, transfer in, yeah. in, in college <laughs> basketball in Hunter Dickinson. What have you seen from him so far? And just knowing you're going to be out there on the floor with a guy like him, such an incredible player, what's that do for you guys? Yeah, well, he's, he's an incredible athlete and, and just an incredible basketball player, but other than that, he's an, a great teammate that people just don't know about. He's a great passer. He looks he looks at stuff differently than a lot of other people, and he just really knows how to play the game, so that really helps us this year, and it's going to be a big part. Uh, are you playing pickleball today? You, get, I don't, you, you I don't getting know. out there? <laughs> I, might, I, might, I might have to go in there a little bit and, and kind of embarrass myself, maybe later today. K.J. Adams, Kansas basketball. Good luck this upcoming season, K.J. Thank you for having me. Uh, that was K.J. Adams, Kansas basketball. He's going to go out there, get warmed up. I mean, that's, that's a big guy to get warmed up. I mean, that, that's about 6'8". He's got to go out there and, and get loose. Again, we are here, Sports Radio 810 WHB, live at Chicken and Pickle in Overland Park for Charlie Hustle's nonprofit event, the third annual Celebrity Pickleball Tournament, Volley Lama benefiting children's mercy got a whole bunch of great interviews coming your way all hour long i will be with you up until seven o'clock uh before then we'll or after then i should say we will have thursday night football coming your way the minnesota vikings and the philadelphia eagles let's go with the another great interview we're going to bring over here garrig dieter up next garrig dieter sports radio 810 whb Welcome back to Sports Radio 810 WHB as we are here live at Chicken and Pickle. The third year of Volley Llama. This year's beneficiary is Children's Mercy. I'm joined by Garrick Peter. Garrick, how are you? I'm uh, doing outstanding. Beautiful day. It's perfect weather for an event outside here at Chicken and Pickle. Uh, we're really looking forward to raising a lot of money and uh, putting some smile on some kids' faces. Are you going to make sure you go to win, though, right? That, that's a big part of this. Oh, yeah, buddy. I, I, no, no, I'm, I'm locked in on the uh, on the pickleball tournament side. We're going to have some fun with the inspiration hour with the uh, children. And, uh, yeah, just have a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of smiles and make these kids uh, feel special tonight. Good man. I mean, this is such a great cause. The third year doing this, just seeing the smiles on the kids' faces—that's what makes this all worth it. Have you been here for all three now? Yes. Yeah. Came to the uh, the first one up in North Kansas City four five years ago, and then we took two years off because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Came back last year out here in Overland Park. Uh, and yeah, third year, it's gotten bigger every single year. We're getting more buy-in from the community and the celebrity that all the athletes in Kansas City are wanting to be a part of it. So it's an awesome event. Uh, the support that we get, so many great sponsors, so much uh, money is being raised for children at Children's Mercy. So it's an awesome event. Charlie Hustle does an awesome job, and, and there's no better place to be than Chicken and Pickle. What's been the biggest notice from year one? to now right you've seen this thing grow in front of your eyes what's been the biggest noticeable difference definitely the the support from the sponsors uh i mean everybody kind of wants to be involved there's there's it's a party here yeah it's i mean it's it's 
the venue, the the atmosphere, just the, the buy-in from the community, uh, it, it really doesn't get much better than this. Yeah. I'd love to talk a, a little Chiefs with you as yep. well right now. First and foremost, you, you obviously watched this past game. Yeah. A, as a wide receiver, you, you had to be sitting there saying, come on, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's – uh, <laughs> I try, everybody tries not to overreact for one game, but uh, at the same time, I think there's a, a level that every NFL player expects to play at, and, and when you don't, it's frustrating. So uh, watching the first game was pretty frustrating as a former receiver, and I know those guys felt the same way playing. Uh, nobody nobody wants to go out there and drop balls. It's a, it's a mistake that happens, and hopefully they learn from it and, and move on. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, football's a weird sport. Anything can happen, and, and guys – they know they have to play better, so I think they'll they'll come out really tough this next game, and, and hopefully we see a lot of improvement. How does Andy typically handle situations when you go from something less than what you expect? How, yeah. does, how does Andy, in practice leading up to the next game, how does he handle that? Uh, I just think the intensity of practice goes up. Uh, Coach Reed does a great job of ex- his expectations for anybody are high, and, and when you don't reach that potential, I think Coach Reed uh, – makes guys practice a little harder go make make sure you're getting your reps and and just buying into every single rep because that is what matters at the end of the day is getting out there uh working hard at practice trying not to think about football as much as possible you don't want to start thinking about all those mistakes that you made in the game you want to just throw that thing in the past so you know it wasn't your best game uh move on and uh fresh mind it's football at the end of the day and those guys are all great players so uh we're really looking forward to week two yeah week two is going to be outstanding again in jacksonville against an explosive offense a former protege of andy reed with doug peterson when you have a matchup with a former coach what is that like it seems like it happens all the time with Coach Reed. There's so many coaches that are uh, a part of his coaching tree now, and uh, you see him do things the same way. Uh, you see all those other teams, they kind of break the meetings down the same way. They, It seems like the structure of the team is the same. So it's great to see. I mean, it, it speaks to the uh, legacy that Coach Reed has already. I mean, he's a Hall of Fame coach, and anybody that coaches under him goes on and, and is successful. So it just speaks to Coach Reed, but – uh, Jacksonville is a great team. I mean, they have a great offense. They have a lot of explosive players. They have a great quarterback. And if you have a great quarterback in the NFL, you can make up for a lot of things. So um, they're, a, they're a fun team to watch. Calvin Ridley was a teammate of mine in college, and I have nothing but great things to say. I think he's one of the best receivers in the NFL. So I'm really looking forward to seeing him play against the Chiefs. Uh, Garrett Dieter joining us right now with Sports Radio 810 WHB as we are here live at Charlie Hustle's Volley Llama event, the third annual one. Uh, this one for Children's Mercy Hospital. In regard to the Chiefs' defense, you know, no Chris Jones. Yep. They played out of their mind. Yep. Giving up 14 points to what was a top-five offense last year with the Detroit Lions. Now you add Chris Jones back yep. into the mix. We don't know yet how much he is going to play. Right. What would expectations be for you? You know, you know better than anyone. You yep. played at the highest level. When you are out that long, I know there's, there's, there's game shape and yeah. great shape. I know yeah. Chris Jones has been, been in great shape. Right. A little different, though. What, do you, what are expectations for you in regards to Chris? Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be hot in Jacksonville, so that's that's a factor that plays into it. Uh, but you expect Chris to play. I mean, it seems like he's in shape, but like you just said, you'd never really know with football shape. And I think I think the Chiefs' defense surprised a lot of Chiefs fans last week. They surprised me. I didn't think that they would. Uh, the Lions' offense is legit, so shun them down to, I mean, just 21 points. They're really only 14 with the interception. But, uh, yeah, you expect Chris to play as – much as hopefully he wants and is able. Um, but at the end of the day, 
you want the guys that have been playing, that have been there, working hard, and uh, I think those guys kind of earn some respect around Coach Reed and, and Spag. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun one to watch. It's going to be hot. That's the, that's the biggest <laughs> thing. It's going to it's not the easiest game to come back to because it is a high powered offense. Yeah. But uh, you would expect Chris to. Seeing his new contract structure, you, you're going to expect him to play a lot and, and play pretty hard. Now, Garrick, we are here for the kids. We're here for ch- uh, Children's Mercy. We're here for pickleball. Yep. Are, are you a finesse pickleball player? You, you a power pickleball player? What, describe your game here. Uh, it's a little bit of both. you got to have both. you got to have both. Pickleball, though, at the end of the day, is you're only as good as your partner, so you you got to make sure you pick the right person that you're playing with. Um, Who's your partner tonight? His name's Nate. He's just kind of a, a random guy that I met through the pickleball scene. Uh, he's a great great dude, but really good player. So I feel confident that we're going to put on a nice performance. I would play with Noah Gray, the Chiefs yeah, tight end. Yeah. Uh, he was my pickleball guy kind of the whole offseason. He loves pickleball, but he doesn't want to risk any injuries on the courts tonight. So Andy nicks that one pretty yeah, quick. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I'll let him slide, but, uh, yeah, if Nate, we're, feel, feel comfortable. If we're betting. Are you the betting favorites at, you know, minus uh, 110, I, 150? Buddy, I, I mean, I'm thinking like <laughs> minus 500 at least. Like, I mean, I feel really good about tonight. I feel uh, feel strong. It's a charity tournament, so it's not necessarily all the, the top players in town. So it is what it is. I feel good. Uh, Garrick Dieter joining us right here. Charlie Huzzle's nonprofit event, Volley Llama. Again, we are here live uh, right here at Chicken and Pickle, the one in Overland Park at 135th. This one, again, benefiting the kids at Children's Mercy. Garrick, really appreciate the time. Yeah, appreciate you. Stroyan Holmes with Sports Radio 810 WHB. Joined now by the man that makes this possible, Chase McNulty, owner, founder, CEO of Charlie Hustle. Chase, how you doing? Yeah, baby. I'm doing good. This is awesome. I mean, this is a party, dude. It's, it's a party. Tons of energy. This is what we set out to create, just something intimate and different than your normal gala or, or yeah. luncheon that, that we like to have here in Kansas City. But, um, yeah, exciting night, third year doing it. Uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, it, it is an absolute great time. You couldn't have had better weather. It's for a great cause, Children's Mercy. How did you guys decide Children's Mercy first and foremost here? Well, we actually started um, Paul, a good buddy of mine, Paul Long. Um, he was on the board of Noah's Bandage Project. Um, a great story. Noah was a, a Children's Mercy hero that um, he wanted better bandages, um, you know, cooler-looking bandages. Uh, at the hospital, and he made those things happen. Um, unfortunately, we lost lost his battle uh, a few years back, and um, originally that was that was kind of um, what it was for. And this year, with our Heart of KC Foundation, we kind of took it a step further and um, wanted to support all that Children's Mercy does. And um, it's they've been an amazing partner in this as well, and um, so we couldn't be happier to be on board with them and and all the partners that we have out here yeah chase mcnulty owner of charlie hustle joining us right now sports radio 810 whb are you planning on uh getting out there man i was (laughs) i think i got booted last minute so um but that that's you know how do you boot the owner (laughs) how's that happen i I booted myself so uh, yeah you know it it's the third year doing it i've played the last couple of years and you miss part of the the fun of it all. Yeah, um, just being around the people. It's a real intimate evening. It's you got the sponsors, you got kids out here, and then the local celebrity part. Um, just to be in the mix of, of everybody, 
it's a unique experience and i got my family coming two two little girls uh so i'll i'll want to chase them around a little yeah. bit and um It'll be fun to, to mingle and, and see that side of it as well. How did the idea originally formulate? You mentioned earlier it's not like a normal gala. It's not a normal event, but it's a great charity event. You give back to the Kansas City community, and it's just so fun. This is your right. It's unique. It's yeah. different. It's not your normal gala. How did this idea originally come to fruition? Well, I, we were actually in the office playing ping pong, me and Paul. <laughs> and uh, I knew he was on the board of Noah's Bandage Project. Um, and, you know, we were developing this great relationship with Chicken and Pickle at the time. And I just, you know, we were working with a couple of Royals guys and they wanted to do a ping pong tournament. And we said, well, let's let's take it outside. Pickleball's becoming this amazing thing. Right. Um, and Chicken and Pickle's got the, the just the great setting to do it in. And um, so it was a no brainer. It was easy. Uh we knew how to gather the people. Um, so, you know, if you build it, they will come, right? Yeah. So that's what we've done. And we're excited to kind of expand and, and grow this thing for years to come. Yeah, Chase McAnulty, owner, founder, CEO of Charlie Hustle, joining us right here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. I see you have your own beer now, Bar- <laughs> Barley Hustle. Yes, Four Hands Brewery. Um, Jeremy Danner, he's been a good friend of ours for, for a long time, back in his days with Boulevard, and now he's – slinging bottles for <laughs> slinging beers for for four hands but uh he he came up with this collab in the summertime and um it's pretty cool yeah barley hustle makes I, a ton of sense I, i'm gonna allow you see it's a safe space here okay it, yeah. it's safe yeah when you're designing stuff for ku k-state mizzou chiefs royal sporting kc just everything what, what's your favorite design to make what's, what's your favorite team design to work with it's that's hard to say all the all the schools have such a unique, all all different stories and traditions, and that's that's the fun of it all is, is getting into all of it. Uh, you know, K-State's got some really great vintage marks. So does Mizzou. Yeah. KU's got the rich basketball heritage. Um, so, you know, supporting the local teams. Um, obviously, we do stuff uh, with the pro teams, uh, sporting and current and the Chiefs, and it's all fun. Um, you know, I think more than anything it's, we're able to celebrate the culture, yeah. um, whether it's the sports team, whether it's your your, your a corporate entity, or um, you know something like this. We we look at ourselves as kind of a unique design house. Um, you know, we we can create you know whatever you can conceive, and and we've had some great partners over the years, and, and just coming up with new ideas all the time. It's it's fun. That's that's the fun part of it, and. I get to look at it from a macro level a lot of times, but, uh, you know, I, I can't keep myself out of the, the design because um, that's what I love to do. Yeah. So. I was going to say, as a Mizzou fan, I'm going to say Mizzou. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a, as a Mizzou sure. fan who owns way too many Charlie Hustle merchandise, yeah. uh, I will say Mizzou has the best. So you got that going for you. Yeah. Again, Chase McNulty, owner, founder, CEO of Charlie Hustle, as we were here uh, in the Overland Park uh, center for chicken and pickle giving back to the kids children's mercy the third annual volley llama yeah, chase buddy. appreciate it man hey thanks for having me and, and thanks for being here i appreciate all you do for for us and the brand and obviously 810 has been a great partner for years and um yeah, it should be a great evening. Yeah, it's going to be a great, great evening. A lot of fun. Again, it is all for the kids. We will take a quick break. Come back. Sports Radio 810 WHB. 
Sterling Holmes, Sports Radio 810 at WHB, live at Chicken and Pickle in Overland Park for Charlie Hustle's nonprofit, the third annual celebrity pickleball tournament, Volley Lama, benefiting at Children's Mercy. Joined now by Matt Beezer. And I got a, I got a bone to pick with you, Matt. Okay, a little bone. Small oh boy, bone. Okay. It's a small bone. Okay, just a small one. I'm a Blue Valley North guy. You're a Blue Valley West guy. Yeah. Please tell me you didn't beat up a, beat up on us too bad when you were there. Oh. Uh, I can't promise that. <laughs> I, I can't promise that. Man, uh, you know, we got a little rivalry going on. I like that. Yeah. I feel like Blue Valley North, the rivalry is really with Blue Valley Northwest. Yeah, yes, correct. Right? And then Blue Valley West and Blue... Actually, I can't even keep them all straight anymore. Yeah, there's too many now. Yeah, but if we go back to the glory days, I'm sure we had some good battles on the field between uh, West and North. Well, Matt, thank you so much for being here in general. Again, a great cause supporting Children's Mercy. What made you want to be out and support such a great event here? Yeah, so I, I have the benefit of experiencing this event uh, from both sides. So I got to experience this event, uh, the, the first ever Volley uh, Lama as a professional soccer player. I was still playing for Sporting Kansas City. And I walked away that night, and I thought it was one of the best events that I'd ever been to. Um, just the vibe of it, um, the egos down, um, just the people of Kansas City coming together and, and just having fun for one night. Like, it was just really fun to go up and hang out with other celebrities or other athletes, other people in the community, and just talk and connect and get to know them. Um, and, and putting that aside... The most important thing was creating and, and giving these heroes from Children's Mercy uh, an incredible experience and making them feel like a celebrity or a professional athlete for one night. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I walked away from that event. And I was like, man, this is awesome. Um, I want to be a part of it. And so now, uh, not playing anymore, but uh, I get to be on the, the, the sidelines of it. And uh, it's great, man. It, is that hard for you to, to not play anymore? Do you ever, because I, I was asking Gordon the same question. I said, is it hard for you when you watch a baseball game, you watch the Royals, do you wish you were out there? So for you, when you watch Sporting KC, they've had a, 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 some struggles this year. When you watch them, do you ever wish, you know what, I still wish I was out there? I don't. <laughs> I really don't. Um, so, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's a good or bad thing. Like, I, I think I was ready to be done, and uh, I'm happy with my decision. Um, I will say that there's a lot of people around town that come up and say, man, like, we miss you, you know, like, you should still be out there. And, like, like for a split second, I'm like, ooh, like, maybe they're right. Like, I could still play. And I'm like, no, 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 let's not get carried away. Like, I'm, I'm good. Are, are you playing pickleball tonight? I'm not playing pickleball tonight. Um, Come on. So last year I played. Um, I loved playing. Um, I think we made it to the semifinals, which was awesome. We had a great time. and uh, But I just felt like this year, um, actually, the team's filled up very quickly. Yeah. And uh, I, I wanted to kind of see this event from a different perspective, not worrying about playing um, and kind of just be on the sidelines. So for you, you are a, a guy from Kansas City. Again, you went to high school around here, Blue Valley West. You played for Sporting KC. You are still here. What's it like spending this time, you, you, your whole big moments of your life in Kansas City, the city that you grew up, that hopefully you still love, obviously, that you're still here. What is that like for you? I mean, it's it's kind of just like my life. I mean, I never I never sit back and like think about, because it's all I ever know. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm from Kansas City. Like, I'm one of you. You're yeah. one of me. Like, everyone that I meet and stuff, it's like I I can relate to them and we, we grew up in the same area. So, like, I don't really ever think of myself as like somebody different. Like I, I just, I'm, I'm a Kansas Cityan. That's yeah. who I am. And so 
I just feel like I can connect with people, and that's what I enjoy doing. And I'm just very grateful for being able to grow up in Kansas City. Um, I think it's one of the best spots in the world. I mean, I love Kansas City. Uh, KU, Mizzou, K-State. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> um, man. Uh, so uh, I am all over the board. Uh, grew up a huge K-State fan. Um, both my parents went there. I grew up in the 90s, K-State football. Yep. I mean, it was just a fun time to be a fan. Michael Bishop, 98, we should have gone to the national championship. We didn't, blah, blah, blah. Um, my wife went to KU. My brother went to KU. KU is great at basketball. I yep. love watching college basketball. It's hard not to be a Jayhawk fan if you like basketball because they're just they're so good. Um, and then uh, I've got a father-in-law uh, who went to Mizzou. He's a big, big Mizzou guy, so... Really, I'm all over the board. Um, man, I'm not going to pledge. I'm not going to pledge on the air. Come on. No, I'm not going to make I'm you I'm smarter do that. than that. You're, you're way oh, too no, smart. No, no. I'm uh, not. Matt, Matt Beasler joining us right here at the Chicken and Pickle in Overland Park for Charlie Hustle's nonprofit, the third annual Celebrity Pickleball Tournament, Volley Llama, again benefiting Children's Mercy. When you played for, for Team USA, you know, World Cup, what is that experience like going from you're playing for your city, now you're playing for the entire country, can you walk us through that a little bit here? Sure. Um, excuse me. Um, well, there was there was challenges that went along with it because you are you're coming from your club team uh, where they play a certain way and you practice every day with those guys, and then you're joining a new team and everybody has different ideas and different styles and they're coming from different time zones. Um, but you really just had to come together and and make it work. Um, the best thing that we had going for us was just the pride that we all had to go represent our country. And that's what we relied on. You know, throw the strategy, the tactics, the technical pieces, throw that out the window, go on the field, and just go represent the United States of America. Uh, I think it's it, that's one of our biggest advantages, and, and that's what really what we tried to do. Matt Beasler, really appreciate the time. Again, we are here, Chicken and Pickle, Overland Park, Charlie Hustle's nonprofit, the third annual, third annual Celebrity Pickleball Tournament, Volley Llama, again, benefiting Children's Mercy. Matt, really appreciate it. I appreciate it, too. We are here at Chicken and Pickle at the Overland Park location for the third year, the third annual Volley Llama, benefiting Children's Mercy. Charlie Hustle is putting this incredible event on, and we're joined now by Alex Gordon. Alex, how are you? Doing all right, yeah. Beautiful night. Uh, ready to play some pickleball, so it's... Uh going to be a great time it's baseball weather yeah no no, no. this is this is football weather right here i like it yeah man well thank you so much for being here first and foremost are you a pickleball player you getting out there tonight uh, i am getting out there tonight i wouldn't call myself a pickleball player i would call myself an athlete that can get out there and maybe get it done i've, I've played a couple times at my country club and and stuff like that so we'll see we'll see how it goes tonight. i heard we got a couple other uh chiefs players coming out um so we'll see how they can do, too. Yeah, Garrick Dieter was calling his shot, okay? Just so you know, make sure when you see Garrick, let him know. He, he said he's minus 500. Oh, we we, we put, put some odds on this already. He says he's I up there. I will tell you, people take this pretty serious. I, I see a lot of people working hard at this and uh, getting after it. So I'm not one of those people, but uh, for the cause, we're going to we're gonna have a good time tonight. Yeah, for you, what's it mean to, to show up here at this huge event, the third annual Volley Llama for Children's Mercy? What does this mean for you? Well, obviously, it's um, it's all about the kids and Children's Mercy. Um, myself, personally, I do a lot with uh, the Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation, which is kind of the same concept. So um, knowing a lot of people at Charlie Hustle, uh, knowing Chase, um, wanted to be, be a part of this and help out any way that I could. So 
um, like I said, just a great cause and something that my family and myself believe in. So um, to come out here and support it in any way that we can uh, was a no-brainer. Yeah. Uh, talking a little Royals with you right here, Bobby Witt Jr. is obviously off to such a torrid start this year. He's been incredible as the season's gone on. What is your take on Bobby Witt Jr. and what he's done just progressing from last year, some defensive miscues, and then you see him this year, an absolute stud defensively at shortstop, just grinding away. You had a similar thing happen where, you know, you were great at third base, then you went to left field and you, you stuck there, you grinded, and became one of, if not the best fielding left fielders in Major League Baseball history. Can you talk about this? Well, it's crazy the the way the game is being played now with, you know, obviously you mentioned Bobby Witt. You know, you got Ronald Acuna, you got that Rodriguez kid in Seattle. Just the ability to hit for power and steal bases, uh, the athleticism that's in the major leagues right now is crazy. And we're pretty fortunate to have probably one of the best uh, young talents right now in Bobby Witt. Um, I know you talked about getting off to a slow start. I know he played with Team USA in the spring, so I think that might have had a little bit to do with it, just not having the same reps. Um, I know myself personally, I took spring training really serious to try to get reps and get ready for the season. So that could have... You know, started with a slow start. But with, you know, when people are asking me about him at the beginning of the season, I, I just knew what kind of kid he was, what kind of talent he was, and I knew it was going to come up and show up later. So, I mean, everyone's seeing it right now, and it's pretty special what this kid can do. And uh, Kansas City should be lucky that, and I'm pretty happy that we have him. Uh, Alex Gordon joining us right here at Sports Radio 810 at WHB, the Charlie Hustle third annual Volley Llama right here, Chicken and Pickle in South Overland Park. Do you ever have that feeling? You want to get back out there. I'm not saying for a full for a full season, but you know when you're watching baseball, you're at the game. Do you ever have a slight little feeling of I might still have a, a couple games in me? I would say the first couple years, because I I mean I will be honest, I kind of retired a little bit early. Um, it was just kind of a tough situation. It was COVID, team was rebuilding. Um, I had three kids, so it was just kind of a you know I, I wanted to step away and uh, get back to my family a little bit and. I think I still had maybe a couple of years to go. So those first couple of years, um, not not only did I want to, you know, I kind of knew I could if I wanted to, but um, now that it's, you know, three years out and I'm almost 40 now, uh, body's <laughs> starting to hurt a little bit more, so... Um, I'm good where I'm at right now. <laughs> I'm 29. I take yeah. a golf swing. I'm out for uh, for a little bit. I gotta gotta get back in the cart. Yeah, it takes me 10 minutes to warm up. <laughs> so yeah, for sure. I hear you. With the stadium gonna be on the move, you don't have to say where you want it to go. Right. Uh, for me, I grew up in Kansas City. I, I'm 29. Lived here my entire life. The K is all I've known. But I also understand at some point I have to get over the fact of. I don't want it to move, but it's going to move. What's that feeling going to be like for you? I mean, you are a Royals legend. You, you see your name. You have all this history, the World Series. Seeing the K moved, are you going to have any sort of feelings, uh, you know, leaving that behind? It'll be sad because, you know, I grew up a Kansas City fan, and, you know, I'd make those drives from Nebraska, you know, pretty much every summer. Um, so I've, I've the Kauffman Stadium has been, you know, kind of my home my whole life. So it will be a sad moment for sure, but... You know, just playing around the league and seeing all the stadiums, everywhere we go, usually it's downtown, around something. Um, I kind of look at the Atlanta Braves and stuff like that, the newer stadiums and everything, with everything that goes around it. I love Kauffman Stadium, um, but, you know, there's no bars, there's no restaurants around it to kind of, you know, have something else to do um, to get out to a game. So I think it's a good idea. Uh, but that, 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 that being said, it's still going to be a sad time when uh, they make that change. Yeah. 
Uh, Alex Gorn, appreciate the time. Sports Radio 810 WHB. Again, the Charlie Hustle event. We are here for the kids, supporting the kids for Children's Mercy uh, down here at Chicken and Pickle in Overland Park. Alex, I'll let you out, uh, get out there and warm up. I see the shoes, the shorts, the match just outstanding. It's a nice green. That's a man who's trying to hustle someone out I here. always say look good, play good. So that's what that was my, uh, my motto when I played. So I'm um, kind of taking the same concept tonight. Uh, take a quick break. Come back. Sports Radio 810 WHB. Welcome back to uh, Sports Radio 810 WHB. Sterling Holmes live at Chicken and Pickle in Overland Park for Charlie Hustle's nonprofit, the third annual Celebrity Pickleball Tournament, Volley Llama, benefiting at Children's Mercy. Joined now by Hunter Dickinson. Hunter, better get used to that sound. Yeah, no, for sure, <laughs> definitely. Uh, appreciate it so much for being here. I mean, you just got to Kansas, have yet to play a game, already giving back to the community. Yeah, no, I mean, th- this is a great cause. Um, one of my coaches, Coach Morningstar, uh, told me about it, and I was all for it. Um, you know, this is supporting the Children's Hospital um, is, you know, obviously a great cause and something that I definitely wanted to um, asso- associate myself with. Um, Charlie Hustle is doing a great thing here, and uh, I'm glad to be a part of it. As the biggest player, literally and figuratively, to hit the uh, transfer portal, why did you choose Kansas? Uh, I just felt like Kansas um, checked all the boxes for me um, in terms of going to a winning program. Uh, playing under a great coach and giving my chance, giving myself a chance to um, develop and reach my ultimate goal, which is the NBA. I just felt like it checked all the boxes. How hard of a decision was that? I mean, you were in Michigan, you know, three years. You, I'm, you had some success there in Michigan. Not like things were really bad there. But but then you see what Candace did uh, just a couple of years ago winning uh, the title. You, you know, how hard of a decision was it going into that transfer portal? Oh, man, that was probably the hardest decision I've ever had to make was was uh, entering the portal. Um, I loved my time at Michigan. It was, it was a great experience for me. Um, but I just felt like I needed something new in my life. Um, you know, change is always good. And so I felt like I just needed something new for my basketball career. And coming here to Kansas, it was it was, it was another impossible decision to, to pick a school in the portal because I felt like I had so many great options. But at the end of the day, I felt like Kansas was the best for me, and I've had no regrets so far. Yeah, I know it's really hard to tell. You've yet to play a game, but just in general, you went from Juwan Howard, who is obviously a, a legend in his own right, to now Bill Self, a legend in his right. Can you tell the differences in play style, just how coaching style, just the difference between Juwan and Bill Self already? Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been super fortunate to play under a lot of great basketball minds, um, starting in high school with my coaches, um, and my AU coach. I feel like I've been fortunate with really good coaches. But Juwan was an amazing coach for me. Um, you know, the relationship that we had was so personal that um, I definitely grew a lot on and off the court with him. And then um, he's taught me so much that I feel like I still uh, have in my game. And then playing under Coach Self, a Hall of Fame coach, uh, I've just been super grateful and super fortunate to play under such great head coaches. Do you style your game after anyone? I know, obviously, the end goal is to go to the NBA and all this. You're seeing big men. You're 7-2. I, a legit 7-2, yeah. mind you. Uh, uh, but you can obviously step back. You can hit. You have a good jumper, smooth. You see the floor. You know, the transition of the game, especially the NBA, big guys have to move. They had to evolve. Do you model your game after anyone? Uh, I mean, now I would say Jokic, but growing up, um, early on it was definitely Dirk. Dirk, was, <laughs> Dirk had a big influence on me. Um, just the way he was able to, you know, play inside and out and be super effective offensively. 
Um, I, that, that was definitely somebody that I loved watching growing up. Uh, going from the Big Ten to now the Big 12, you know, both are obviously great conferences. Yeah. Some say the two best basketball conferences in America. But you're going from a more physical, typically, is the, is the understanding of Big Ten. Big 12, sometimes a little more offense-oriented. What are the differences for you going from the Big Ten to Big 12, or do you see any at all? Yeah, no, there, there's definitely some uh, some differences. Um, I was just talking to KJ about it uh, in the car ride here. But I was like, man, it's so crazy because the Big Ten is so physical, and then the Big 12 here at Kansas, like it's just we didn't like we didn't have a KJ in the Big 12 in the Big Ten that I can think of. We probably did, but so it's escaping my mind right now. But like just the the freakish athletes that we have just on Kansas alone. Um, and I think that was one reason why, you know, I wanted to go and play in the Big 12 is because um, it's, a, it's a super athletic league, a super fast-paced league, and I feel like that's uh, very similar to the NBA, and I feel like that will help me transition my game and, and try to give um, NBA scouts a chance to see me be able to play in that kind of offense. Yeah, before I let you go, just going off that, just piggybacking off that, obviously you have your expectations for Kansas, I'm sure, when they go to the Final Four and win a national title. But, again, for you, you're talking about your draft stock going to the NBA. You obviously want to be 1-1. That's everyone's goal. Do you know what you need to work on? Are there certain aspects of this year you're trying to showcase? Yeah, I think just playing um, an offense where I can, I can, you know, catch a couple lobs, that's something that, I've worked on a lot in the offseason. But a lot of it's defensively. I feel like coming here to Kansas, um, I'm going to try to add to, you know, the defensive greatness that, you know, Coach Self's had. Um, he's, he's known for having good defensive teams, and I think the, the players we have here are unreal. And so I think they'll make me look really good defensively, and I think that'll help me a lot. <laughs> you going back out there to play some pickleball? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I got I got a couple got a couple little hits in, and I, I'm feeling pretty good about my game right now. Who are you playing with? Uh, I was playing against Zach uh, is my hero and myself versus uh, Zach and his hero. And, and I will say we were winning the game. Oh, man. Man, you got to put some money on this. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I was talking to Garrick Dieter earlier. I said, what, what are the odds? And he said, Garrick Dieter's minus 500. You know, I, I, you got to maybe show him up out there. <laughs> for sure. Me and him will have to battle it out. For sure. uh, Hunter Dickinson, really appreciate it, man. KU basketball. Have a great season. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, Sterling Holmes right here, Sports Radio 810 WHB. That was Hunter Dickinson, uh, the massive transfer, again, literally and figuratively, from Michigan to the Kansas Jayhawks. Seven foot two, uh, staring at him, sitting next to him. Uh, yeah, he is a legit seven foot two. Really cool seeing him yet to play a game for the Kansas Jayhawks, yet he is already integrating himself into the community, giving back to the kids. Again, we are here uh, at Chicken and Pickle in Overland Park for Charlie Hustle's nonprofit event, the third annual Celebrity Pickleball Tournament, Volley Lama Benefiting children's mercy this is such a fun event again we we were talking to you know garrick dieter Uh, we were talking to the owner of charlie hustle and this is not just a typical uh gala this is not a typical charity where you give back it's so fun it's a party everyone is out here having a great time the weather could not be any better again we'll be getting you ready for the thursday night football game as well as the minnesota vikings take on the philadelphia eagles in Philly. Now, if you're looking at this game, center for the Vikings, Garrett Bradbury is out. He is out. And Kenneth Gainwell, for all of you folks that play fantasy football, Kenneth Gainwell, he is out. Big storyline is who is going to take the carries in this game. Are we going to see a, uh, a DeAndre Swift game or a Boston Scott game? That remains to be seen. Now on the Chiefs front, LeJarius Sneed is questionable. 
He is listed as questionable for the game Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars as well as Travis Kelsey. Now, I will say for anyone following along on Twitter, you saw Chris Jones. He was back at practice. You saw Travis Kelsey. He was out there as well. Uh, Those two guys look to be very thrilled to have each other back at practice. Chris Jones, Travis Kelsey getting into it uh, in a good way. Getting into it in a good way, dancing around the practice facility. A lot of fun to see the energy being brought back. Um, Chris Jones obviously remains to be seen how much he is going to play in this game for all intents and purposes. Uh, We expect him to be playing in Sunday's game. Now, Jacksonville's offensive line is actually very beat up right now. Uh, not all, not only are they are they uh, without uh, at least questionable Brandon Sheriff, they're, they're an extremely talented guard. They are questionable with Luke Fortner. When I was talking to a, a guy from Jacksonville, one of the media people down there, uh, he was telling me the offensive line is the biggest concern for Jacksonville. You look at all of the talented wide receivers. You look at the talented running backs in Travis Etienne. And hell, you look at Trevor Lawrence, pair him with Doug Peterson. That is an extremely good, high-powered, explosive offense. Yet if you don't have an offensive line, as we just saw with the New York Jets, how much does it really matter? Now, I think Jacksonville is going to be in better shape with the offensive line than the Jets. That was an absolute disaster. But again, if you're looking at Kansas City, where they could take advantage of a weakness in this game, I think you're looking at the Chiefs' defensive line, and specifically, you can even make the case of Steve Spagnolo doing these designed blitzes, these designed blitzes against a beat-up Jacksonville offensive line. Uh, again, we are here live at Chicken and Pickle, the Volley Llama, the one in Overland Park. Such an incredible event. We will take a quick, a quick break. Come back. Sports Radio 810 WHB. Welcome back into Sports Radio 810 WHB. Again, Sterling Holmes live at Chicken and Pickle in Overland Park for Charlie Hustle's nonprofit, the third annual Celebrity Pickleball Tournament, Volley Lama benefiting Children's Mercy. What a fun time here. What a great time, great people, all the fun celebrities, all of the kids here giving back to a great cause, benefiting the kids at Children's Mercy. Mercy. Again, Thursday night football coming your way directly following this with the Minnesota Vikings traveling to Philly to face the Philadelphia Eagles. Kyle, I appreciate you behind the glass, man. Got to give a shout out to my guy, Kyle, behind the glass. For everyone listening, I hope you guys enjoyed this. We'll have a whole bunch of interviews coming your way all week long. If you want to follow me on Twitter for some of those info, at Homestretch KC, we had KJ Adams, we had Hunter Dickinson, we had Matt Beasler, we had Alex Gordon. Man, too many names to count. Garrett Dieter, the owner of Charlie Hustle. What a great time. Everyone, stay safe, have fun, enjoy your Thursday night football. I hope for everyone's sake, your Thursday night football team, your fantasy football team does well. Until next time, we are out. <laughs>